This episode of Ghosted in West Virginia is brought to you by Right Live. Weddings, private events, band and DJ bookings, live sound, and more. Contact Right Live for all your event needs. We are dedicated to providing entertainment, promotion, production for all of your special events. Contact them at rightliveevents.com, rightliveevents at gmail.com, or on Facebook at Right Live. Until then, enjoy Ghosted by Right Live. You're listening to Ghosted in West Virginia. Obsessors, oppressors, and possessors. I am your humble host, Alec McCann, and with me as always, Julia McCann. And we have a couple of announcements. Now this is fun because this is a this is gonna be our first time doing this. Um, but we have a spoken ad. I don't even think that's how you're supposed to introduce these things. But Right Live. Uh, we've talked about Brandon Wright uh, a couple of times. He sponsors the show by putting it out there, promoting the show um, through his company. So we're going to promote his show, or his, not his show, his company through our show. That's right. We're going to back channel it. There we go. Now, uh, Right Live is a premier live event hoster. Uh, if you have a party for a corporate event or a wedding or if you're a band who wants to hold a future show or even like with our show, if you want to do a live podcast event, um, then give him a call. Uh, he'll help you set up or uh, get the word out. Um, you just contact Brandon Wright and his team at rightliveevents at gmail.com or follow the socials uh, at like right live events right is spelled w r i g h t if you choose him tell him ghosted sent you just so that he knows we're not sitting on our butts with him that being said hey 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 <laughs> what are you doing that being that being said, we have a special guest. Now, some of you may remember her name from our Hikers Beware episode. Uh, or Listeners Beware, sorry. Listeners, not hikers. Listeners, uh, the listener edition. Get him a binky or something. That's going to be too distracting. What happened here? What is this? It's, it's from my... Um... Why is it upside down right beside me? I don't know. You, your it... dad was right. The show's satanic. It's from that thing, the cover that goes that. on it. Oh, no, they did. They straight did say it. Uh, her name is Ellen Wilkins. I'm right, I'm right on that one, right? Yeah, yeah I got that last name. I thought you were waiting for cheering. No, no, no. I was just, I was hoping uh, that I got the name right because I got the gender of her child wrong earlier. 
who was right in front of me and I could see him with my eyeballs. It's a him, by the way, people. Her child is a him. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Now, you said you had some ghost stories to tell us. Yes. And we are excited to hear them. But before we do that, we have a special fundraiser that I'm sure you, you know the people involved with it. Mm -hmm. uh, Fauquier SPCA, SPCA, or just SPCA? I think it's just SPCA. Yeah, it's just SPCA. Uh, we're doing a fundraiser for the Fauquier facility, and uh, they're, they're, we have a GoFundMe that's in the description. And I don't know why I started this out as if I was telling you. <laughs> But um, we have a GoFundMe link in the description. But also, if you don't, and we understand, it's times are tough. Uh, we're no longer in a situation where the government is just handing us money. So times are tight. So if you can't donate money, take him away. <laughs> He's got a lot to say. He's got too much to say. Put that in your mouth and shush. Um... What was I saying? Where was I? The times SPCA. are tough. Oh yes, times are tough. So you you may not feel like you can donate money, and that's perfectly fine. If you're close to fuck here, what is his deal? No, oh, he just attention to him. He just wanted help. <laughs> it's awful. Um, neglected. If if uh, if that's not your fancy, just donate stuff. If you're close by, uh, they need toys, blankets. Dog beds, which are like 30 bucks. Towels. Towels. Old used towels. I just donated a bunch to a shelter close to us. See? And if, if you don't feel like going to the shelter to do that, bring it to us. Most of you that listen know where we live or know who we are because you live in town with us. <laughs> so you could drop stuff off and we could take it for you. Remember, it's not just dogs at this place. It's cats. It's um, probably not opossums. Probably not raccoons. Probably mostly dogs and cats. Uh, might have a odd guinea pig here or there, but I think it mostly focuses on dogs and cats. So uh, keep that in mind. Remember last episode I told you not to donate wrestlers, and that's still true. But uh, little squeaky toys or uh, little balls of fluff with cat drugs in them, all that. Give it to them. Give it to them good. So that being said... What you got for us today, Ellen? Okay. Um, well, I had told you a story before about um, the house with the witches. Yes. So, I didn't get to tell... I didn't, like, include everything in there because um, I had thought about it later on. But the house that... It's actually very close to our house. And the old wise tale was that they were witches. We don't really know if they were. We have no clue. They were way before our time. Um, but there is a Bible that they had that they marked scriptures with locks of their hair. And they obviously didn't let any men into the house. Like, they would come and do stuff around the house, but they didn't let them do anything. Um, well, me and my aunt had went there to... Because um, I wanted to show it to her. Because there were, like, a million chairs in this house. Like, just any kind of chairs like just dining room chairs school desk chairs like this dude collects chairs for some reason and it's really weird um but the living room there was a path to go from the kitchen to the living room 
and that was it. The entire, you couldn't see the walls hardly. Well, I had showed it to my aunt, showed her a picture of it, and she's like, oh my gosh, you know, she's into the, you know, freaky stuff. She's like, I want to go down there. I want to investigate. I was like, okay, let's go down there one night after dark. So we did, and we took pictures, like just, you know, it was a really pretty open, said open and he was saying open <laughs> um it was a really pretty old farmhouse pretty much and they had two great big cook stoves like huge and they were like in pristine condition so we were taking pictures of those and we took pictures in the living room and then she ended up going home we had she worked night shift and i didn't so i was like you can go home or you can stay. So she stayed for a little bit and then she went home and then I went to bed. Well, the next morning I looked at the pictures and she had texted me and said, you need to look at your pictures like now. So I started looking at them and I was like, well, it just looked fine. They just look like pictures. And she was like, no, seriously. She said, look at the one that you took in the living room and then look at the one that you took in the kitchen of the cook stoves. So, the cook stoves, only one has a pipe that goes up through the um, ceiling. Mm. And it was so creepy. Like, right behind the pipe was two, like, eyes. It wasn't, you really couldn't tell they were eyes, but it was obviously, like, you captured something there because... there was nothing else there like I even went back that day in the daylight and looked to see if there was anything shiny if there was anything that my flash would have caught because we obviously took pictures in the dark and there was nothing there and then in the living room there was also a set of eyes right underneath of a sign that was hanging on the wall and it was just that's all there was there was no shadow there was absolutely nothing for the flash to catch other than eyes and there was that was it there was nothing there there was no shadow with it there was it was creepy so I deleted the pictures <laughs> well she had sent some that she had that she had taken to me and then I'd sent some to my mom because I'd sent her pictures of the stove because she wanted to see the stove. Do you, I don't mean to break up the story, do you have those pictures still? That's where I'm getting at. Okay. So I sent her those pictures and was like, oh my gosh, you know, look at this stove. Before I had noticed that, you know, there was something weird in the pictures and I sent it to it on Facebook. Well... I had to, when I found those on my picture, I was like, I'm not having this on my phone. I do not want this on my phone. I, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I'm good. And I deleted them off of my phone. And the pictures that were sent to me from Sheila and the pictures that were sent to my mother were also gone. Did you say Sheila? Yes. Sheila! <laughs> She's returned! <laughs> so yeah, that they were just gone. They, I couldn't so even go back and find them where I'd sent them to my mom. Nothing. Well, they did were, they get the pictures? Yeah. She got the pictures, but they weren't on her phone either after I deleted them off of my phone. That's I didn't so delete weird. them off of the chat. I just deleted them off of my phone. 
and then they were all gone. You gotta wonder the uh, mental acuity of these ghosts to be able to work a phone when in life they were marking Bible scriptures with their hair. Yeah. Instead of using a marker or a pencil. And then later on, so I was, I just found out that I was pregnant with him. Um, and we had just moved into the house that is actually closer. We still live on the same road, but it's closer to this house than our old one was. Mm -hmm. And we left one evening, me and my friend, uh, Haley, we just left and was like, we're going to go look at this house. I was like, fine, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. We'll go down here and I'll show it to you. And there was a front, there's only a front door and a back door. The front door was, um locked and the back door and you can't lock it like it's one of those old you just can't can't lock that door i had a door like that in my old house yeah like the back door well the back door you couldn't lock because oh well it had that latch and, well my dad put that latch in when i moved in there it didn't have any lock on it at all well, I mean, look at the area you guys lived in. Yeah. It's totally safe. Yeah. Yeah. You only, got, you only got meth up here, and they only see ghosts, <laughs> like, when they're in the woods by themselves tweaking. After a few days. After probably. a few days, But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, like, it was locked. And I was like, well, you can't lock this door. Like, we have come down here multiple times because we had to move furniture that was stored in the house that we live in now into this house. So we were in there a lot in the summer. And Did it have a locking mechanism or it was just a doorknob? Just a doorknob. And you just couldn't Ooh. open it? No, you just couldn't open it. You couldn't get it open. So we went around the back and she's like, we've got to get in here now. It's locked. You can't lock this door. Like you could plainly see there was no lock on it. So we went around the back and we tried to, well, we got in that way. You had to like walk very carefully on the back porch because it was very rotten and there was just boards laying there for you to kind of like hop scotch over nice. to the door. <laughs> and um, we got in and then the front door just opened just fine. We walked in and the front door was just, just walked right in, opened it up. No problem whatsoever. But from the outside, you couldn't open it. It wouldn't open. It was like something was holding it closed. Well, have you ever... Like, in the house that you're in, has anything ever happened, like, directly besides the door thing? Like, have you been touched, scratched? Um, well, that night, um, we were, like, just looking around. We went upstairs, which is something that I didn't do before. Um, we went upstairs and, like, looked around, and it was basically just, like, a little loft that had beds in it. Um, and... I forget what happened to Haley, but something happened. Something freaked her out. I don't remember what it was, but something freaked her out, like, instantly. And she was like, we need to leave. I don't I don't want to be here anymore. So we left, and she, um, I said, did you close the back door? And she said, no, I didn't. I came out the front. Well, as soon as um, she said that, the back door closed and we were the only two there so then we got freaked out and we took off running. and uh what you're hearing now is uh the dog zoe opened up the door the front door 
Ellen was telling her story, and then her two-year-old son <laughs> saw the door open, said, thanks, doggy, and ran right on out. And now he's going to the door. Oh, and he figured out, okay, fine. Now he's looking at Ellen like, how dare you? I'm the king of this place. And how, oh, look, he's going to the open window. He says he's going to figure that one out. And I'll get out of here somehow. Look at him. Be, look at him. Oh, yeah. He's escape on it. Oh, he's going to get it. He wants to be outside until he's out there for about two minutes and his fingers and toes yeah. are frozen. Oh. And his death. Um, and so we took off running. And something grabbed my foot. Like, I know something. I don't, sorry, I was looking <laughs> to see where the dog was so I could throw this pencil at her. She's right there. Scratching her collar, distracting um, me. She also has my nail file. That must have been what she took to her bed. <laughs> anyway, please continue. So, something grabbed my foot. Like, I know it did. I felt it. That's I true. felt it was my ankle. Like, the very. The bend of my foot, it was my ankle. It just grabbed it. And I fell down. And, of course, Haley freaked out because I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. I wasn't that far pregnant, so I wasn't worried about it. I didn't hit my stomach or anything. I right. just fell down. And then when Austin got home from work, she told him about it. And he said, you are never to go down there again. So, I haven't been down there since then. Now, has your husband done pretty good by you in terms of... Uh he is not my husband. Oh, sorry. We need to rephrase that. I have not been asked yet. <laughs> that statement alone, where she says she has not been asked oh. yet. Dude, get off your feet. Get off your feet and off your seat. She's ready. Thank you. Plus, <laughs> as a... You know what? Maybe it's a different situation, though. Maybe maybe it's, you know, like, uh, like Phoebe said. You know, on Friends. I like to slow things down after I had a child, too. Yeah. That's... He's just he's just working it up. Yeah. He he's says just, that uh, by the time he asks me, all of our friends will be dead and gone. And uh, we will have horrible. to be pushed down the aisle in wheelchairs. Hey. So. At least, <laughs> at least you have some type of commitment, I guess. He, ha he, has, he has the future in his eyes. It's just what a really far need, future. Oh, mommy. What? What do you need? You need to tell me what you need. Old Vernon. Yep. Old Vernon. So, uh, do you have, um, Vernon, are you okay, ma'am? He wants me to get up. Oh, homie, we're not doing that right now. We're not getting up. No, we're good. Go get your, go get your bag. Yeah, you better stop her from diaper bag. eating the diaper bag, man. Go get your diaper bag. I'll get you something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have um what so okay, let me rephrase the question. What do you uh what's his name then? Because I don't I feel like once you have a kid with someone they stop being your boyfriend. Austin. Austin, okay. Yes. So has Austin been a stereotypical dude where it's like it, no, you you're a little insane, or has he been pretty much behind your back, like, yeah, no, let's do this. There's ghosts up in here. I don't know, because he's a very He's told me this, and I've seen it, and he's done it in front of me. He has a bad tendency to laugh at situations that are not funny. I do, too. Um, <laughs> he's a very, very sarcastic person. Mm -hmm. So, I don't, I really don't know. Like, there's, a, there's so many times that I just have no clue if he's being serious or if he's just joking. I couldn't tell you. 
it kind of seems like, I mean, he believes in ghosts. He does. But not really. There are so many stories that we've researched where the, the wife, and I don't know, I, like, there's a reason they put that ghost stop her. She's driving me insane. <laughs> I know she's having a good time, but she, it's already loud as hell in here. <laughs> and the washing machine's squeaking for no reason. Give me this. Aww. Oh, Zoe. And I'm not going to be able to edit any of this out. It'll be alright. Uh, but anyway, so it seems like in like um the horror movies and any research that we do if the wife is the first one that notices which it's always the wife is the first one that notices that the here hold on let me put this the children usually notice first because that's that's but the books and stories never really focus on the children until until um until uh the level is at a certain point like the activity is at a certain point stop being excited i'm not holding you um is at a certain point where then it starts screwing with the children yeah but like the parent family haunting it was messing with the wife but it said at the same time it was messing with the children it's you know doing stuff um amityville it was very much the children and the wife feeling it and the dad was more of like I mean it was focusing stuff on the dad but he wasn't paying attention yeah. to the activity versus what they were um, and with the parent family it took them the for the 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 conjuring movie what they don't tell you is Roger from in the movie uh, the husband is like he's like on board he's like where you get these bruises then she comes up and says we need an investigator and he doesn't fight it at all however in the original story it took roger a year of living at that house before he even admitted that weird stuff was happening so i was i was wondering well you probably shouldn't let him play with eggshells they're eggshells he's just got one and it's clean they've been washed he's all right um but, uh, I just, eggshells are gross. But it's clean. <laughs> it had dead babies in it. Ew. Don't say ew, that's exactly what it is. That's, that's what it, yeah, look, I put it that way, and she's like, you know what, he's right, let me take that. <laughs> oh, is that my Michael Heiser book? Yeah. Um. Mommy. Oh, thank you. So do you. Yeah. Yep, thank you. Plant, yes. Do you and him. Like, has he ever said he experienced anything? What are you doing, dude? It can... Maybe he wants it to see the fish. Has but has he ever told you about experiencing anything at your house? No. No. Um, there's a good example. Um, one night we were laying in bed. It was, I mean, we were sound asleep. I mean, sound asleep. And I don't know if it was like that sleep paralysis that some people get. Like, your eyes are open. You see something, but you cannot move. Mm -hmm. You can't say anything. Nothing works. And I was asleep, and I knew my eyes were open. I knew they were. And I saw a man standing in the doorway of our bedroom. 
it's just plain as day. It was like Hi, it was Mama. right there. Hi, and Mama. I said, um, I woke Austin up and it felt like it took me forever to wake him up. And when I finally did, I said somebody was out somebody was just in our house. Like I'm not even kidding. I was scared plumb to death. And he got up, he took the gun, he went outside, he was looking all over the house you know he funny which is my dog she was asleep right out right out beside I'm sorry did you say your dog's name is funny she came with the name that's a fun name yeah mm -hmm. um she was sound asleep laying by the stove just no care in the world and she's our good she's like she lets you know when somebody's there mm -hmm. um he said there's there was nobody here there was Nobody here. Like, I'm telling you. The door was already locked. The deadbolt was locked. There's no way somebody got in. I was like, okay, whatever. And he still makes fun of me to this day for it. He thinks that I was just dreaming. Well, and that's the weird thing is, is you're either going to believe in a sleep paralysis entity or you're not. Like, because it could be one or the other. Yeah. Because you're in that weird state of sleep yes. and awakeness. Because you know you're awake, but your brain hasn't fully developed that it's awake. And that is a scary thing, because what if what you're seeing is real because your dream is... Like, because you are dreaming, you're in a different state of mind. You're in, mm -hmm. Your brain function is different. He is a very noisy child. He is. I told you he would be. He's busy. He is. Oh, don't go in our room, sweetie. Don't go in our room, sweetie. Yeah, he's not going to listen. Hey! He said I will. Norman McDonald, get out of our room. There's too much stuff for you to hurt yourself on. It looks like Mommy and Daddy's room. We got cords that somehow a two-year-old could get wrapped up in. That's where we just throw everything. Yeah. So yep. it's not out here. Yep. Um, what was I saying? The sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you never know if, like, like in my head, I don't know. I would never trust it. Like, yeah. that's never going to be confirmation to me because if I see it, I'm either, I'm going to say, I might be dreaming. Yeah. I could be dreaming. And then again, I don't. Why is she in here? Why is why is everything making noise today? Go. <laughs> um, I don't know. She goes towards the box. I thought she, I thought she was about to. Zoe, stop it! Oh, she's scratching her butt on the floor. Yeah. Ugh, gross. This is the best episode ever. <laughs> um, but you know, you never know if what you're seeing is real or or not or. Yeah. You don't know if it's not real mm -hmm. either. Uh, I, I used was to, scared. I was I, very, I would be too. very scared. Having a dude standing in your right? doorway just watching. There is nothing creepier. Please, yeah. by all means, molest me. Don't just stand there <laughs> staring at me. Because at least when you molest me, I know it's there. <laughs> That's when a terrible way to look no, at that. Okay, if you yeah. knew somebody was in your house, but you had no idea what they were doing, they were just staring at you, are you telling me you wouldn't want them to do anything so you had an idea? Oh, I wouldn't want them to molest me. Well, I mean, Maybe that was... Maybe throw something at me, or... I well, I, I was just... I just went with the least lethal option, because if somebody's... I don't care if he wants me. 
I, I wanted him in the living room. That's why I blocked everything off. Um, so, you have... How do you do that? What? I'm, my whole train of thought's gone now. <laughs> my whole train of thought. We're Please continue with your stories. By. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Please continue. Um, so, we live in a... I would ask before we just grab things. <laughs> um, the only, I mean, other thing that I really noticed in the house that we actually live in now is um, I hear it. Austin doesn't, and this is another thing that he thinks that I'm just absolutely insane, um, is I hear, like, singing. Like, just, a, and it. It's weird because we live in a church. We live in an old church. It's an old oh, Mennonite cool. church. So wait, your house is yes. a church? Yes, That's used to cool. be. Used to be. So we have like the main area of the house, which is the living room, dining room, kitchen. It's just all one great big huge area, which was the church area, and it's um. Twelve and a half foot ceilings. It's all wood. It's all original. And um, it's that's it's, cool. It's very pretty, and it's not it's creepy at all. And he doesn't either. But I hear singing a lot. Like if I'm there by myself, if it's really quiet, like if this one is asleep, which is the only time it's quiet, um, I will hear. Like church choir singing, cool. and it's very, very faint. I cannot hear. I don't know that I would think that was very cool at all. <laughs> I, think I would like. It. I would immediately. Anytime I mean, religion comes into a haunting, I'm immediately like, I need to get. Nah, it that's, can that's, be creepy, but I think I would find it peaceful. You name maybe. one time, it isn't creepy. Like if like the cross fell off back here, that's, that's creepy. If I had an entity coming out and just being like, oh, oh, I mean, like, mm -mm. time well, to leave. It doesn't sound like that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't it's know. Just, it's just—it's extremely though. faint. Like I'm talking extremely. Like if you are not quiet and you know, just sitting and listening, you're not gonna hear it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'd still feel real weird about some singing does it is it ever children do you ever hear children singing because that would be i can't the it's not note. it's not loud enough for me to be able to tell what's going on you just hear a melody yes. yeah do you, could you do you know the melody i don't know i don't well that is a shame You've let us down by I'm not knowing sorry. the song. I don't know how we're supposed to go on with I this know. episode, knowing that I'll you. I'll have to listen <laughs> harder next time and let you know. And that's all. The, if you that's all. Recorded, if it would pick it up. I don't know. I've thought about that. I think you but would. But then need I feel some. like if I do that and I don't hear anything, I feel like I'm going crazy. True. So I just let it be in my head, and <laughs> we go on from there. <laughs> well, that is fair. Um. Another one is, it's a good ghost. It was my grandma. Hi, baby. So, my grandma, my mom's mom, passed away the day before my baby shower. Aww. So. Puts a dampener on the party. Oh, yeah. Big time. 
it was very unexpected too. It was not something that was like did you, you knew. Did you still have the the baby shower? Yeah. Um, it was too late to try and reach out to every single person to let yeah. them know it's not happening. Um, cause Austin's family is very big. Mm. So we just went ahead and did it. Um, but it was my birthday last year, which would have been the first year that I don't get to hear from her on my birthday. We always went out to dinner. We always went shopping and... I was at home and he was asleep and it was just it was a sucky day it was a very sucky day and she had bought me a like one of those little snow globes and it was um, have you ever heard of the precious moments yeah so it's just like a little figurine con collection mm -hmm. type thing and it's mainly for babies oh okay those yeah. things yeah okay never mind I've heard so of them so I had I used to have a whole entire room full of them, uh -huh. and I had the snow globe left, mm -hmm. and my dog had broken it years ago, but I still had it, and it still played music. Always had to have it play music before I went to sleep. Well, she had bought it for me when I was a baby, and in my kitchen, my cabinets are really tall, like my ceilings are 12 foot, so my cabinets... If I need to get something on the top shelf, and I'm not a very short person, if I need to get something on the top shelf, or even Austin, and he's six foot one, I think. Sometimes he, if it's in the back of the cabinet, he's got to get up on a chair to kit to reach it. With well, the very top, I have all of her Elvis stuff that she, because she was a big Elvis lover, and I put the figurine up there because there's nowhere else to put it that Fingers McGee over there can't mm -hmm. get to it. <laughs> So, I just set it up there, and I set it up there before he was even born. We put everything up there to get everything out of the way. I didn't want any of the Elvis stuff broken, because this was all I had left of her. Yeah. And on my birthday, I was in the house, and it was quiet, and I was making lunch, and the um, music started playing on the snow globe and it had been up there and had not been touched since before he was born so it was been up there for what a year almost a year and just just started playing some music so i thought that was my grandma telling me happy birthday yeah i feel like you should set some cameras up <laughs> in your house or 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 at the very least some recording devices like sound I, recording i thought about it that I would be that would be and 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 you know what you should do you should let some relatives come up and investigate your house for their show even yeah. even it is by marriage, it's still it's still family, Jules. <laughs> work, work that family angle. I oh. shouldn't be working that family angle. I'm only married in. You can come over whenever you want. I don't care. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Get pack your stuff. We're moving in for a week. Okay. With all the ghosts. Perfect. No, seriously, this sounds real, like. I mean, it doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen all the time. It's not a, you know. It's not like a, a current, like a, like a constant. No, it's not. It's just random. It's just every now and then, you know, I hear the singing. Every now and then, you know, I'll 
feel like somebody's watching me in bed. <laughs> See, that's that's where I don't get that. Please don't watch me in bed. Don't watch me in bed. That's weird. But, I mean, other than that... There's not really anything you're like, I don't really want to do this today. Thank you. Nope. No, there hasn't been anything. So, like, I'm not too worried about about it. Um, the... I don't know if I told you about the headless man. No. No. Okay, well, apparently, this is just a story. I've never seen him, never heard him, whatever. Um, my granddad, when he was really little, um, which up there is his home place, my mom and dad's, where they live, was his home place. And he, when he was little, wanted to see in the window. Mm-hmm. And the windows are extremely tall on the house because the house is big, anyways. I think he took his binky. What the the two year old took the binky? Yeah. From the baby, we'll throw him another one. Yeah, yeah he did. Vernon, go give it back to him. Go give it back to him. Don't be mean. Give it back to him. And now he's playing in dirt. He said, screw the binky. I got this dirt now. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Anyway. I forgot. Headless man. Oh, headless man. Yeah. And it was when the church was still the church. There wasn't any addition added to it or anything. And the pews were still in there. And my granddad saw a headless man walking up the pews. Like walking up the middle aisle, just walking up the pews. That's it. That's all I got on that. That's, <laughs> there was a headless man, and then he wasn't. Yep. That's, and I have never seen him. I've never heard him. He's never bothered me. He's hmm. never... I don't know how I would feel about a headless man. I don't know. I mean, he can't find me if he's looking for me. Right. So, <laughs> he could feel. Maybe he has a lantern. Maybe. To help him see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've told us so many stories. Yes. I would like to tell you one. Okay. And it's about the haunting at West Point. Which is West Point? West Point is uh, a military academy in, uh, I think it's, I want to say West Point is an actual, like a, not just a military place, but like, I feel like it's West Point, Virginia or something, or Maryland. I've heard of it. I I know it's a school, but I think it's uh, an actual place as well. Um, so the U.S. Army summoned, this is another, this is one of those Ed and Lorraine Warren, but like I've said before, they're like the only ones that have documented crap, famous documented crap. Yeah. Oh, yep, stop him, he'll touch the stove for sure. After he, he after he kills the dog with that poker. Look at her, she looks terrified, she's like, please help, save me! So, uh, the U.S. Army summons uh, the Warrens in to investigate the paranormal investigate or paranormal phenomenon that's occurring uh, at West Point. Uh, and this is precisely, this is what they say happened at West Point. This is what the Warrens say. Uh, October 1972, the executive officer of the United States Military Academy telephoned the Warrens a day before they were scheduled to present a general lecture uh, to the cadets there. So they were already there to do their thing that we see them in the movies doing, going mm-hmm. around colleges, lecturing stuff. Um, then 
through the officer's comments, uh, or though the officer's comments were deliberately vague, he nonetheless told the Warrens about a curious security problem that had arisen, and he wanted to know if they'd be willing to help in a professional capacity. And he's like, listen, I don't really want to say that it's a ghost, but it's a ghost, and we're really scared, and we know we can't shoot it. Would you please come in and use your psychic bullcrap to get these ghosts away? And the Warrens were like, of course we will, because it's the military asking. And what better press than the military believes they're ghosts? We win! They really should have brought this point up uh, for the proof of spirituality for that uh, 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 devil maybe do it. Yeah. And been like, well, we. Is, is that the same ladder? Yeah. Throw that ladder away. <laughs> um, and, and that baby. <laughs> and the baby. Throw the baby away. So, um, they don't, the Warrens don't ask for any more information. They're just like, yeah, we'll do it. And he says, good. Thank you. You may go now, sir. He clicked right on my TikTok. Bye-bye. <laughs> Here, take this. Go get that to the baby. I bet he doesn't know what it is. He's never seen it before. We'll keep your ladder safe. Go? Yeah. No, the, the baby. The baby's over there. The baby's over there. All right. Let's see how you fix this. Situation. Shazam. And now he won't know. It'll... Oh, he, he already saw you. Oh. He's watching. All right. Well, um, so then the, the officer says, I'll send a car for you around 3 p.m. tomorrow. A little past 4. They entered the gates of the United States Military Academy, and the sergeant pulled the car up to the entrance of the headquarters office, swung, the, swung open the rear door, and escorted the Warrens into the place. Uh, Major Donald Bowling? Bowling? I don't know. B-O-L-I-N-G. That's about right. He's got a lot to say. So... Uh, an orderly, good-natured man offers Ed and Lorraine a seat. Then he comes right down to it. He tells them, uh... <sighs> he gets it from you. No. He that does. he gets from Jacob. <laughs> he does. He gets all his talking skills from you. But he doesn't talk until it's sometime everybody else wants to talk. That's him, too. That's not me. <laughs> um... So then he tells them, you know, one more thing. For the next few minutes, Major Bowling went on to explain how an unaccountable breach of security was a, uh, was occurring in the home of the West Point superintendent uh, every night. Like he would just, it would just, the alarms or whatever they have would just be yeah. like, Oh, we're going off again. We're going off again. We're going off again. <laughs> so <laughs> he says if they're, Ed, Finally, looks at him and says, "If there's no objection, uh, the superintendent would like to speak to you before dinner." And yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to get up there, dude. There's a living room you should be in for for TVs and um, I don't know. TVs really the only thing in there because the baby doesn't have a lot of two-year-old toys. Yeah, there's a doggy. 
I bet you can't tackle that dog. So, um, Ed says, you know, do you know the nature of the problem? And he says, between us, there seems to be a ghost in the general's quarter. So then Ed and Lorraine, uh, leave the office, you know, everybody leaves. And, uh, they place strict limits on the places that Ed and Lorraine can go. Um, all documentary records would be the property of the U.S. government, so the Ed and Lorraine were not allowed to keep their case files. Outside the call, the cadets, or cadences, the cadets, broke the silence uh, as cadets marched through the gray stillness of the afternoon. Um, they go to Sylvanus Thayer, Thayer Mansion. I don't, I don't like people with their names. Um, and they're just like, you know, uh, they go meet the general and his wife. Mm-hmm. The general is, uh, is impressed with Lorraine as being a kind, compassionate, or impressed Lorraine. I'm sorry, he's not impressed with Lorraine. Thank God. Uh, as being a kind, I don't want people to think I hate these, the Warrens. I don't. I don't believe in psychics. And it's really hard for me to get past her being a psychic. Like, even in the movies, I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I feel the presence. No, you didn't. You didn't feel nothing. But some people can. Maybe she can feel something, but saying, I can see moments of your life by touching a picture. No. Yeah, no. That's, a bit that's, that's what a picture excessive. is. Yeah, that's, that's, you could see a moment in my life because it's a picture. Yeah. Not yeah. because it, you see the whole thing playing out. That's that's the thing I have problems with. Like anybody that's like, I'll read your problem and tell you when you're getting married. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. I'll tell you how your year's gonna be. No, you're not. Because no, <laughs> as soon as you tell me, you negate the fact that maybe it won't happen. Maybe it won't happen because now I know that it's going to happen mm-hmm. or I know you think it's going to happen and I'm the kind of person that will go the opposite direction just to make sure it doesn't happen. Like you could tell me you're going to come into money. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'll quit my job I today. will find a way to make it not happen because your, your quote unquote powers are based on observation and what I want to hear. I could be a psychic. It's not that hard. Everybody wants to find love. Everybody wants to find money. It ain't hard. Give me your hand. I'll show you. Oh, you're going to get married in a year because you want to hear that shit. <laughs> no kidding. That's that's what you want to hear. Like, it's not hard. So psychics are bull. That's basically the whole point of that. But uh, he impressed Lorraine as a kind, compassionate man of great wisdom and intelligence. The general's wife directed everyone to sit down. And uh, she, dude, just put it fully in your mouth. Cup that's on the floor. Oh my goodness! I don't want any more children. <laughs> Lucky for you. Um, so she says, you know, nothing macabre's macabre macabre's ever happened here. Uh, nevertheless, an incident, a uh, number of incidents have gone on in the house that so far no one has been able to explain to my satisfaction. Some background. In the basement, there's a private study. That room is kept locked and secure. But no matter how many times the bunk is there, uh, or the bunk in there is made up, it's always found ripped apart later. Upstairs, ghosts have been flitting around the house. Uh, These I haven't seen, but they've been reported for years. Apparently, they go with the billet. I don't know what the billet is. I don't know. I'm going to say building, probably. 
Now, I wouldn't mention any of this except that we have an unusual persistent problem. Personal belongings and other articles are regularly found missing. Not stolen, but missing temporarily. And I grant you, none of this is terribly important uh, unless it's put into perspective. And that's how it always goes. We have stuff here that comes up missing all the time. Yeah, it's so aggravating. Yeah, but like when you look at, like, you see that dust up there we pointed out? Uh, you listened to the last episode we did, didn't you? Yeah. All right, so on that wall, pictures. above those two white pictures, you see that line, those two lines kind of faint? Yes. There was a ladder that was hanging on some nails up there, and during our dinner, not even during any of the recording, but during our dinner, that ladder just fell right off the wall. This thing over here came off, and all I did, like, I'm smacking it, you know. <laughs> I made some, 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 something came off the wall in there. But that cross is on there. Yeah. So there was no reason for it. Like, all I did was put the baby gate up against the wall. And yeah. it's so, like, like it's true. Like, you, you, you put, add those up and you have to get a picture. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, your thing. You hear singing. You've had, have you had stuff missing? I feel like, I feel like she said she, I feel like you said you had something go missing. But maybe um, you didn't. We haven't really had anything go missing, but we've had stuff like be moved. Like, and I swear that I didn't touch it, I didn't move it. And Austin's like, You better quit touching my stuff, quit moving it where I can't get to it. I'm like, Dude, I didn't touch it, I know I didn't. Um, well, there's there's jury duty papers. Austin got jury duty papers the other day, and he actually got them like around Christmas, and he brought them inside and set them on the table. And I'm like, what's well, not nothing for this kid to, you know, go up there and grab something off the table mm -hmm. and do something with it. So it's got to be in the house. It's probably because from Christmas we took everything that we got and threw it into our room. And um, we cleaned our room, like completely gutted it and cleaned it last week. And we could not find the papers anywhere. The papers are gone. There's, and I know I didn't throw them away because I don't throw any mail away. Unless it's like junk mail, I'll throw it away. But I mean, the I could tell what it was and it wasn't even in the envelope. It was with the envelope and it was laid on top of the table and I, there was no envelope. There's no paper. There, was, there wasn't even a piece of paper on the table that day. That we started cleaning. So, and we can't find it anywhere in the house. It's just gone. <laughs> and you can't tell the courts. We didn't, uh, the ghosts uh, yeah, took right. it. Uh, we don't know what time court is. Yeah. When am I, is it a murder? Am I, <laughs> am I late? Am I late? <laughs> this is why you shouldn't have me on the jury duty. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> my name is Austin. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> she tells me my name. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> The guy, the general goes wrong and he says, you know, we don't know who's doing it. He specifically says this foolishness cannot continue. I have never heard anybody. Ye, how hard of a dude do you have to be to be like ghosts are foolish? <laughs> They're acting foolishly and it will not continue. How hard of a man do you need to be? Like, he's a general, but that's that's some... This foolishness cannot... That's serious. I could see Will. Yes, Will, this way. foolishness cannot continue. Or, honestly, 
Will's the kind of person. Well, he's he's uh, her best friend's husband. He's my best friend. Mm-hmm. He went through. He was in the Marines, so he's going through boot camp. And Will's the kind of person like he doesn't. He doesn't. There's there's no seriousness in him. Like he could be serious, and you're just like, I know he's not being serious. <laughs> I know that's not. So he told me of a time that a person next to him was getting screamed at, and the drill instructor now this is the same boy that when i was having sarcastic fights with my mother like we we would shout in each other's face but it'd always be some sarcastic stuff Mm -hmm. and both of us would have to turn around and tell will to shut up because as he's laughing we're trying to have a conversation (laughs) of anger so this dude next to him gets screamed at and then he gets in trouble because he can't help but bust out in laughter so I don't know. I feel like Will would be the kind of person that, like, if like if he saw that plank come down and hit Carolyn in the head like it did, if he had been there for that, I feel like he would have laughed. I don't feel I don't feel like he would have been like this foolishness cannot continue. He'd be like, "What else can you do? What else can you do?" Um, but so they, you know, they say, you know, we don't know, we, we know that no one is committing these actions. We know no one is stealing this stuff from people. So my question is to you, Mr. and Mrs. Warren, is the following. If this is a ghost, and I stress if it is, then you tell me, can a ghost manipulate physical objects? And of course, Ed's like, yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. Every time we go in, somebody's gotten hit with a cup. Somebody's gotten hit with something. This one person in England got hit with a marble upside the back of his head. You remember that? Yeah. Oh. I do. So, um, he, he, he said, you know, does this sound like a ghost? Ed says yes. Uh, in fact, it's quite probable that a human spirit is at work here because the items did not disappear completely. Uh, which is the first time, in, to my knowledge... That Ed Warren didn't just walk into a place and say, Damon! Damon! Because it seems, it's just like Ghost Adventures. Every place Mm -hmm. they go to, they've got some sort of demon. Mm -hmm. And I I understand God made a whole bunch of creatures, but I really don't think he made them and put them in every single building that's haunted. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not like, oh boy, military installation? That's been abandoned? Demon. <laughs> Asylum that's been abandoned? Demon. Oh jails. Jails? Demon, demon, demon. Like that's not that's not what's going on. Now I will yeah. admit there have got to be demonic cases because I have I have a whole book of a psychiatrist mm-hmm. that uh deals with demonic cases for the Catholic Church. So demon I know I you know demonic cases I would imagine do exist, but not every time you go into a home. Right. And that's the problem with Ed Warren and your douchebag Zach Fagans. <laughs> that's right, every time. Every time. Is that they describe themselves as demonologists and anybody who's anybody will tell you if you specialize in a field, that's what you see every time. Yeah. Every time. So I mean, like, I believe, like, the, like, jails and the asylums and stuff like that. I definitely believe that every single one of them will, is haunted or will be haunted at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, just like the, um, like, what is it? Um, Weston? Is it Weston? Yeah. 
where they, like, way back in the day, the people that were, I think, ended up being schizophrenic or mentally unstable, like, to the point where you couldn't control them, they would take an ice pick and shove it up their nose yeah. and dislocate a nerve. And yeah, it, lobotomize them. Yeah, so they can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, how can you... Then you're just trapped inside your... Oh yeah, God, you're just dude. trapped inside your own body. You can't do anything. Yeah. You can't do anything for yourself, and there's no coming back from it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but if somebody did that to me, I would most definitely haunt oh, them yeah. for the too. rest of my life. And I would probably be really, like... Vindictive? Yes, about my hauntings. Mm -hmm. Oh, your, your, your wife doesn't know you're cheating. Guess who just accidentally <laughs> sent this text? <laughs> Um, so then, uh, the general looks at Ed for a moment and said, would you be able to tell if there's a ghost in the house that steals wallets? And that's when Lorraine comes in with her bull. Sir, I am a clairvoyant. No, you're not. <laughs> the best thing would be for us to walk around the house. No, don't let them. They'll steal stuff. This would allow me to determine if, in fact, a spirit is causing the disturbance. It's the best test. I'm pretty sure the best test is putting the setting up some. They had cameras in the 70s. Set up a camera and leave the house. That's the best yeah. test. Not you with your made up witch powers. It is <laughs> not being able to see. You want some chips, brother? Some in there? I think. Are there any chips in there? Um, that was an empty bag. One of the kids must have stuffed in there. Because they're jerks. <laughs> you want? You want some? What is that? You want some Fritos? Can you have yep. these? You can have anything you want. As long as he's quiet. Can you, these? <laughs> you want some cocaine? <laughs> Did you see him look at me like, no? <laughs> no, I can't <laughs> see him. He's Take a, it to mommy. No. Um, open it. So. Come up here. Up here. Up here. The wife and general agree and they leave. Then Ed and Major Bowling go around and. Uh, they, they look at uh, the kitchen floor and they see wet spots. Uh, and the dude tells, Major tells them, Ev every afternoon this floor is wet. It may be drying right now, but every afternoon it's wet. Which, again, we had that one episode with the wet every Yeah, I was just ghost, about yeah, to say. Every ghost thing that we've done here that has been like a family or something, there's been some sort of wet spot occurring. like peeing. Ghost pee. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Ghost pee. That's what that stuff was. You remember that woman said she was yeah. uh, in the uh, Demon House episode? She was rubbing the walls and she said, it's oil. Nah, man. That's dry. That's drying pee. That's the oil you get when it's nothing but grossness left. So after leaving the first floor, um... They, General's wife led the way up the banistered staircase. Lorraine picks up an impression of powerful individuals who spent time in the house, but hardly any sense of mischievous spirits. An elderly woman spent a long time in this room, Lorraine passes, says. Again, I could just infer that. I, I could just, like, look at this house. Someone lived in this house. Oh, man, I'm a psychic. Someone spent a great deal of time in that house. Yeah. No duh. Hey, I have one question. Yeah. Is your phone still recording? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, I check it every once in a while, too. Oh, but there was a call. I wonder if that ended the recording. 
Ooh, I hope not. It did no. not. Okay. Oh! <laughs> um, so then uh, the woman, she says the woman would often stand by the open veranda and look out to a field. That's what you do with a veranda. Again, this is not psychic ability. Um, you just pick a gender and say she stood there. Uh, this was a very wise woman who shared a burden with a man in her life. She counseled him, but the man was not her husband. The man was Douglas MacArthur, and the gen- said the general, and the old woman was his mother. So, okay, fair enough. You found the man's mother because you didn't look at pictures? Like, like I'm, I'm real. I don't believe ever. That a psychic is real, and I could come up with all sorts of reasons that, like, anytime they bring one into a show and they're like, and we didn't tell her anything about this place, you're investigating a fucking famous place. You don't have to tell her anything. Like, when they brought one into the Whaley House, people know the Whaley House. Yeah. It's not hard. I have a question. Yeah. Have you ever used those sticks? What, divining rods? The, yeah. Mm-mm. No? No. We've used them before. Really? Yeah. I would like to use them. They we used cool. them um, at after um, Austin's 21st birthday party. We um, used them. And they were... I mean, it was pretty pretty accurate. Um, like, they would ask... They asked um, who was the drunkest person in the room. And it pointed to Austin. Obviously, it was his 21st birthday party, and he was hugging a trash can on the floor. Nice. Um, they <laughs> they asked um, who is they asked who was slightly gay, and it pointed to one of one of the guys. He's not, but it it all made us laugh. Right. Like it just kept pointing to people that yeah. like, and it seriously did like we would ask the questions over and over and it would point to them every time with that question well i might be missing i might have missed this but was anybody holding it yeah yeah see yeah. that that would immediately negate the answers to me yeah immediately if someone's holding the rods i would immediately thought, be like well yeah you know you you answered it the way you wanted to but i think they're too big to really you know they're, they're sticks no. yeah they're a little tiny and you just you hold them together and you hold them steady so this the guy sat down and he held them and he didn't move his hands he didn't move his feet so he just sat there and held them and he would ask the questions and they would go hmm. i'm thinking you know, of the big rods that people use to look for water i think this is kind of the same thing. They, I mean, they do use these rods too, but they're yeah. tiny. Like these are really tiny. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of the really big ones. That still wouldn't believe those either. You're gonna lead me to water? What are you gonna do? Point to it with your Earth magnetism? You piece of stick. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, I mean, if it was, if like, I, if they were like sitting. With no one touching them, Mm-mm. and they started doing that. That would be my, like when they do the flashlight test on shows, where they like turn the flashlight on, but nobody's near it, and it's a flashlight, so you're not assuming yeah. anybody's got a remote. That I believe 100. percent You're almost done. You're almost done. What? <laughs> so, um, then they uh, go upstairs. 
or no, I'm sorry, they go from upstairs back to the sitting room. Death grip on you. He said no, thank you, sir. Um, so anyway, <laughs> they go back down, and Lorraine admits that she doesn't feel a presence for anyone causing the issues. Uh, and she said, you know, it's possible that we're just being deliberately avoided. Um, so then she, you know, uh, she says we're going to do a seance and that'll draw it out. So around eight o'clock, Ed Lorraine present the general lecture on spirits to the army. And then, uh, they adjourn and start investigating. Uh, so then Lorraine is doing it and she says, I see a black man approaching. And uh, I don't know if she means African-American or if his silhouette is black. I don't know. But I do know that she says, you know, he's wearing a dark uniform with no braid or decoration. The man is with us now. This man is overtaken with a sense of fear, guilt, and lack of acceptance. He feels very sorry for something. He's speaking to me now. He tells me that he's been accused of murder. His cell is in the basement, but the army has exonerated him of the murder. He is very, very, very sorry, and he cannot hold his sorrow any longer. This is why he has been taking wallets. He wants the army to know his sorrow. That doesn't make Don't sense. I'm going to steal your wallet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Here, let me hold your wallet. So then everyone in the room sat silent, waiting to hear more. What is your name, young man? Tell me your name. He tells me his name is Greer. He spells it out G-R-E-E-R. What is the date? It's the early 18th. No, it's the early 1800s. He doesn't know the date anymore. He says he just wants his sorrow to be understood. He wants you to know who, or he wants to know who I am, and Lorraine deep in trance, began bent to bend forward. Ed took her to lean back, or told her to lean back. Mr. Greer, she said, I have been sent by the army to find out your problem. No, Mr. Greer, you are not being held in dishonor, she said in apparent reply. Your exonerated was for a purpose, or your exoneration was for a purpose. It is on the records that you're, that the death you caused was not a murder. Your exoneration stands. Listen to me, Mr. Greer. Your sorrow is understood by the army, but it is the but it is only proper that your sorrow be over. There is nothing we can do for you. You are holding yourself back. We must you must exonerate yourself. Enough time has passed. It is now the 20th century. This is the 1970s. You do not understand the present day. Each time you take belongings from the unimportant person, you put the army in a dangerous position. He tells me he has had no more need to do this. 
He feels confused and he wants to come back to life. Oh, that's actually real sad. Lorraine's arms slackened and then she began to drift away from the trance. Lorraine, stay with him. Try to send him on. Lorraine sat silent for a second and then she said to live again Mr. Greer you must go to the light it is time for you to surrender yourself and begin again he's gone I've lost him the lights were switched back on and Greer had simply vanished and they find out a few weeks later while lecturing at Boston Ed and Lorraine were called uh, from the stage to take a telephone from West Point and he said could you please do something about the ghost of a Civil War cavalryman who refuses to leave one of the dormitories. We need the space. So they just became the Ghostbusters for the military after this episode of terror. What did you think of that? Not too bad. Yeah, I like like that the ghost was like, I killed someone. Let me have your wallet. I know. Yeah. (laughs) That was my favorite. (laughs) Um, It is funny, but it is sad at the same time. It is, it is, because he wanted to come back to life. Ellen? Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank this you for a, having me. A fun episode, and it gave us, like, we wanted, we want, guys, listen, this is the kind of involvement we want. We want you to send in your stories. We want you to send it to our email, to our messenger, anything. Even if it is that you show up to tell us the ghost stories, give them to us. I've because still got something to show you all today, too. Yes. Well, you didn't tell me that. It was yep. a surprise. We're going on a road trip. Well, shit. I need deodorant. Oh and no, you don't need deodorant. It's like 10, 15 minutes up the road. I mean, either way, I need deodorant. I, I woke up and laid up bed. Probably put on deodorant. All right. Well, sounds like you guys will have a fun video too. All right. I will. Oh wait, hold on. We need to end this episode properly. So summing up, your house is haunted. Yep. And it seems to follow you because you had one house and stuff was happening. And then you have this other house. So might see the house that was haunted to begin with is not what we lived in. Oh, you Mm-mm. you didn't wait. So hey, baby. Then you, you, you said you moved from one house. So there was nothing in the original house that was happening. And then once you moved, stuff happened. No. So the the house that I'm telling you about is closer to the house that we live in now. Right. The house that we lived in before, we were always told there was stuff that went on but never happened, happened. with us. Okay. Yes. Yes. And that is that and the is the house that we live in now, stuff does happen, but it's not very creepy to right. me. So to sum up, she wasn't haunted, she moved and then got haunted. Her boyfriend won't won't marry her. <laughs> Make sure he listens to this too. I will. Uh, and and uh, your your statement honestly reminded me of Elf, uh, specifically the news reporter that uh, was tired of her boyfriend dragging oh, his yeah. feet and needed to commit already. <laughs> You've had a child, Austin. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> but. Um, she she also has had singing. Uh, things go moved, go moved, go moved, go moved, and a child that loves touching every single thing that exists, <laughs> which is a good time. You're gonna be a great ghost when you get older. No, no, not a bottle. No. <laughs> uh, 
with that, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to check out our Patreon, uh, which is at patreon.com backslash ghosted in WV. There we go. Um, our Instagram, ghosted.wv. Our Facebook, The Graveyard. And check out our store on Bonfire for your shirts, mugs, and tote bags at the funeral home. So, enjoy all of that. And please remember, while you're sleeping in bed, they are under your bed looking for you. Curl your feet up. <laughs> <laughs>